This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Friday, February 9th, 2024. I am Dave Biddle. I'll be joined by Jonah Booker in just a moment. Jay Book and I have a lot to get into. We're going to talk about the offensive coordinator situation at Ohio State. Is Bill O'Brien going to stick around? If he does leave, who do we want to see as the offensive coordinator? We'll get into all that good stuff. Before we do that, I want to let you guys know about our sponsor, Factor Meals, and a great deal you guys can get, 50% off. And they have a message for you guys. Factors, delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie-smart, vegan, plus veggie, and more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good Week of meals ready to go. Snacks, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash bucknuts50. Use code bucknuts50 to get 50% off your first box and two free wellness shots per box while your subscription is active. Again, that's code BUCKNUTS50 at factormeals.com slash BUCKNUTS50 to get 50% off your first box and two free wellness shots per box while subscription is active. All right, let's see if uh, Bill O'Brien's still going to be active. Jay Book, oh my goodness. What do you think is going to happen with Bill O'Brien? Um, we'll start with that. Then we'll get to our wish list if he does leave. What, what's your gut? What are you hearing from sources? Do you think he's gone to BC or do you think he's going to stay? I think Bill will be gone, Dave. Um, from all indications, it's down to two guys. I've seen in mixed reports the one constant is Bill's name is always the one that's in there. I've seen Al Washington's name um, been mixed in there. I've seen uh, former Wisconsin uh, head coach name slips me. Oh, Paul Chris. Yeah. yeah, Paul Chris' name has been in there. Um, so I think Bill's probably going to be a guy that takes that position if offered, I think that it's a good fit for him. You can't fault the guy who's wanting to be closer to home, uh, run his own program, probably be making what I mean, think happily was making like five and a half per year, making pretty good money at Boston College. So Bill's going to be right up there, you know, five and a half, six, six and a half million. So if he's making that and he's able to, you know, take care of his family, kid that has you know, special needs, and he's going to be able to get the attention that he needs from the local hospitals, then you can't fault the guy for 
taking that type of opportunity. So if he if he gets it, um, wish him well. And then there's no doubt in my mind that Ohio State will be okay. Uh, Ryan Day will be able to find a competent offensive coordinator. Here's the thing, though, Dave. There's probably, and I'm 100% positive, there are names that have not surfaced that I'm pretty sure have reached out or had their agents reach out to Ryan Day and say, hey, if Bill leaves, my guy will be interested in this position because this will be a highly coveted position, especially with the roster that you got coming back next year. A national championship type of offense could be on display. And if you're the guy whose name is labeled the offensive coordinator that has that offense playing at a high clip, you're poised to have your name being a national name and potentially parlaying that into a head coaching job. You nailed it. I mean, like we, we see this a lot. Even when he hired Jeff Halfley, people were wondering who's going to be the defensive coordinator. No one was talking about Jeff Halfley. And that's who we got. Um, Jim Knowles, that was, there was a lot of buzz out there. Cause he, they had like, as Jim Knowles has joked about, they had like 20 uh, meetings over zoom. He's like, how much does this guy need to get to know me any better? But um, you know, and same thing with Bill O'Brien, that's not what anybody was talking about. The Bill O'Brien might be um, offensive coordinator. So I think you know, it might be somebody that nobody's talking about. All right, let's get into our wish list though. Let's talk about guys we are talking about. If it's not, if Bill, if Bob does leave, Bill O'Brien does leave, who do you want, Jay Book? I I still am, I'm on the boat with the Jason Candle hire, Dave. I know some people don't like that, but listening to him, I really like his philosophy. Like, yeah, I was, he was on um, CBS or with uh, Rick, CBS, Rick Neuheisel on College Football XM. And the one thing that he said, if he's, when he's evaluating players, on who to play and who not to play. If they're even, he's going to go with the younger guy majority of the time because he believes the ceiling, if if a younger guy's even with a veteran right now, the chances are that younger guy's going to have a much higher ceiling and you're going to be able to move it forward as far as the program. Um, and I thought that was fascinating because what have a lot of Ohio State fans have said about the program, kind of the downfalls is, they play a lot of seniority. A lot of younger guys aren't getting the reps, even if they're even with the veteran. So I just think that having someone with that type of mentality is going to be exceptional. And the thing about Jason Candle, Dave, he's hungry. I mean, what he, he's been at Toledo for 15 years listening to him interview. He wants to be able to take a next step. He wants that challenge. So bringing in a guy like that with head coaching experience, that's also going to be a sounding board for Ryan day. I think that will bode well. I think he will be energized on the recruiting trail. The other name that's constantly been thrown out there is chip Kelly. I need to know why chip wants to get out of UCLA as a head coach. I mean, if you look at their recruiting, their, their recruiting is horrible at UCLA. I, I question if chip Kelly still has it. Um, compared to what he had at Oregon, you know, is he washed up right now? You're probably not going to get a dynamic recruiter at that position. Um, well, he's, he's a guy that, you know, really likes that stretch run. I think Ohio State is someone who needs to get down to a gap scheme, need to be able to get a hat on a hat and get downfield with some physicality. With Chip, you're probably looking at a guy who prefers smaller, more agile offensive linemen who can get to the second level and can play more lateral. I think in the Big Ten, especially with the grind, you need to be able to come downhill and run the football. And I don't know if you're going to be able to get that from Chip Kelly. 
but he will bring a lot of experience to the table. He was a guy that was a mentor to Ryan Day. So that are that is some of the positive. Justin Fry probably had his best run as an offensive line coach under Chip Kelly because under Fry, you know, with um, Charbonnet at, at the running back position, they were pretty darn good running the football. Um, so I will give them that. So there are some benefits. There are some negatives. I would just like to know, you know, what Chip Kelly's issue is with trying to get out of a head coaching job. It seems like he may not be long for the college game. He seems like he really wants to coach football and just do it at a at a higher level in the NFL because he's going hard at a lot of these NFL positions. Yeah, I wonder if it's lack of resources at UCLA that he's sick of that. I think I've heard that, uh, you know, he's asked for upgrades and they've really just, you know, they haven't really invested in football, um, especially with them moving to the Big Ten now. I think that's frustrated him. It's just a tough place to win. Um, and you're you're playing, I mean, college football and even USC, college football in general, as we know, as you know, you you live out like in the Pacific time zone. I yeah. mean, it, it takes second fiddle, maybe a fifth fiddle to the pro sports and everything. But like and then UCLA takes a backseat to USC. So yeah. it's a tough place to win. Um, I'm with you, man. Like, if they lose Bill O'Brien, which seems likely, I want Jason Candle. I don't want Chip Kelly. Um, if it ends up being Chip Kelly, it ends up being Chip Kelly. I don't think that'd be horrible. Jason Candle to me checks a lot of boxes. I mean, he's been a head coach, as you mentioned, for eight years. Good record at Toledo, uh, 65 and 35 at Toledo, and he's a young dude, um, 44 years old. I mean, got that right. head coaching job at a young age, and uh, Ohio guy, as we all know, not just because he's at Toledo now, went to Mount Union, coached there. Been in Toledo for a long time, as you mentioned, from originally from Salem, Ohio. Yeah. Uh, that he checks a lot of ball. I hope that's who Ryan Day pivots to. And do you think Jason Candle would want the job, presuming the money is right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. He would he would absolutely, I think, yeah. take that job. The one thing that I really like about Jason Candle is once this upcoming draft happens, that will be double-digit guys from Toledo that have been drafted into the NFL. That's pretty darn good. That means that tells me that a guy with little resources is able to have a very keen eye of talent and being able to make sure that that talent is being developed. If you're a Mac program and you're putting double digit um, draftees in the, in the NFL as a Mac coach, that is a really good a talent evaluator. Um, so I think that is something that he would be really good at and. With him, you know, listening to his interview, he said he's very proud of what they've done at Toledo. He was asked about his name being part of the coaching searches. He didn't deny it. He just said, you know, you don't know what the future is going to hold. Um, but for now, you know, my feet's at Toledo. We're going to continue to do what we do best. And we, we've built a lot of support. The program is on great foundation. So I just think that listening to him, this week, I think he would be someone who's ready for that challenge. And being an Ohioan, I think he will understand the rivalry with that team up north. And he's going to come in and understand, like, hey, this is Ohio State. The pressure's on. And I think he would just be full-fledged ingrained into it. There's something about guys from Ohio being on the coaching staff, Dave, and kind of understanding the impact of what that Michigan game means to the entire state, understanding – if you're able to be successful at Ohio State, I mean, you're you're going to be a legend in your own right. Um, and just having those type of guys on the coaching staff have always been successful at, at Ohio State as far as a recipe. 
Yeah, that's man. I hope, I hope Candle's not. If if he does, if Day does have to pivot, go away from O'Brien. I hope Candle's not offended that uh, he wasn't the first pick. You know, no. I don't no. think he would be. I mean, first of all, money money talks. You'd what right. double his salary if he's making two million at Ohio State? I believe he would double his salary. I have to look at that to be sure, yeah. but. Um, um, I want to get into what you expect from the wide receivers real quick, and we'll pivot to a different uh, discussion to finish the show. But wide receivers this year, such an interesting group because you got like the young studs, you know, you know, Jeremiah Smith, and you got the returning sophomores with uh, Carnell Tate and Brandon Ennis. Um, then you got Emeka coming back as a senior, which is awesome. Just what do you expect out of those guys? Do you think Emeka is definitely going to lead the team in receptions and yards? How much do you think Jeremiah is going to play? Just get into all that for me. I think uh, Ameka will lead the team, Dave. I think he's coming back, and if as long as he can stay healthy, I think he's poised to have a very solid year. Um, with those younger guys, you're going to get a lot. I mean, the, the thing that I question the most is, are you going to get a jump from like a Jalen Ballard or a Kojo Antwi or, you know, Keon Grace? Are you going to get any type of production or jump from those guys that, that's been in the program for so long? Or have they been absolutely recruited over with Tate and Ennis and Jeremiah Smith um, and, you know, those younger guys coming into the fold? I think that with the wide receiver room, I think they're not going to put up the huge numbers early on that we've been accustomed to. And the reason I say that is because you have a two-headed monster at the running back position. You have a quarterback who is not as polished as a passer as, as C.J. Stroud. He's a, you know, he's a veteran. He's going to be able to get them the football. But you also finally, in the first time since Justin Fields, have a quarterback that may do a little bit of damage on the ground with his legs. The thing about Will Howard is you have to make sure that you are totally u- utilizing all of the tools in his tool chest, and that includes his legs. And that just means less touches for those wide receivers. Now, if Will Howard goes into the spring, masters the playbook down, whoever the offensive coordinator is has this guy, you know, dotting the field up all over the all over the practice field, then all bets are off. But I think you're going to get, you know, solid play from the wide receivers. I don't think you're going to get the um the all-worldly type of numbers that we've seen under Stroud, I think you can, you can get probably right there with Kyle McCord type of numbers as far as the wide receivers. But I think you're going to get a much, much uh, better quarterback play with Will Howard back there. You know, we have Ryan on YouTube talking about how Mecca is going to graduate from the Fisher College of Business with a marketing degree in May. Um on schedule i mean he is yeah actually ahead of schedule this is he's only he's yeah. just finishing his third year so three years he's graduating from fisher yeah he's we had a mecca and we knew this before we had him on the show we had a one-on-one with him during the season last year a mecca is extremely intelligent he's tough as nails he's a great young man and i'm still just so happy he's coming back for us his senior year never would have expected that so yeah. it's awesome it's a good but I, I will say i will say this dave um the most important thing to me, and um, Hollywood Hager has it best, Heartline has to do a better job with blocking and rotation-wise. I think that's going to be critical um, for this program, Dave. And the reason I say that is, is, what did Ryan Day tell you guys You know, in this press conference this week? This could be potentially like an NFL type of schedule with the amount of games that you would have to play in the 12-team playoffs. And that's always sticking in the back of my head. 
you can't have that short rotation that he's been doing over the last several years. You got to be able to develop that next wave of guys and you got to have a solid rotation. If not, we're going to see it over again, Dave, the dead legs at the end of the season that we've seen from the wide receivers over the last several years because of the rotation, it's only going to be exasperated with a much harder schedule and a longer grind to the season. So that's my biggest thing when it comes to the White House. Like, hey, you got to rotate these guys in and out of there, keep these guys fresh. This isn't about going for a Bolitnikoff award. Um, this is about the big picture, which is I need everybody rocking at full tilt come end of November, getting ready for a 12-team playoff run. We're going to finish the show in a moment. We're going to talk Ohio State. Uh, are they actually going to use the quarterback run this year, the call Q run with Will Howard? We're going to get into that. Um, Jay Book has some thoughts on that. I do as well. Before we do that, I'm going to tell you guys about Manscaped. Great deal you can get and a message they have for you guys. It's time for the ultimate face-off. The Beard Bowl is here. As the two best teams square off to see who the champion of facial fuzz is, our friends at Manscaped are prepping everything you need for game day. Manscaped's Beard Hedger Pro Kit is the MVP of facial grooming, offering precision trimming, water-resistant technology, and enough styling options to outplay any opponent. And guess what? You can join the winning team along with the 10 million men who already trust Manscaped with our special offer. Go to manscaped.com, use code BUCKNUTS for 20% off and free shipping. And free shipping. Craft your winning look with Manscaped. Don't let your beard be benched. It deserves the spotlight on the biggest stage. Manscaped's Beer Hedger Pro Kit is the ultimate franchise player to take your grooming game to the end zone. This package has made it easier than ever to craft your signature look with ease. Get 20% off and free shipping with our code BUCKNUTS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com with code BUCKNUTS. Gear up for the real halftime show where your beard takes center stage. There you go. All right. That's one that probably doesn't crack J-Book up enough. Um, we'll try and get back to the ones that crack you up. If you want to hear a, an ad read that cracks people up, after the show, people haven't seen this, do a, this is an oldie but goodie, do a, a search on YouTube for Bill Burr, Sherry's Berries. Sherry's <laughs> Berries, Bill Burr. You guys will laugh here. It's about a three-minute clip. Wait for it. Bill Burr doing a live read for Sherry's Berries. Trust me. Okay, after the show. All right, let's get to it. Now, you mentioned, so one thing you want to get into is, um, and I like this, Ryan Day mentioned at the press conference, what a great press conference that was on Wednesday. My gosh, an hour of power. Love that. Over an hour, but an hour and three minutes. He covered so much ground. It was a great press conference. It was fantastic. Fantastic. I, I, went, I need to go back and watch it for the third time. Uh, and I was there. <laughs> but, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, like, and one of the things, speaking of covering ground, he said maybe there could be some QB runs that were going to cover some ground this year. Now, you know how I feel about this. I'm like, I'll believe that when I see it. We saw Justin Fields. Justin Fields is on record saying Coach Day told him not to run very much at Ohio State. But in Coach Day's defense, the backups to Jay Fields were Chugs and Hoke. So mm -hmm. I can see why he wanted to keep Justin Fields as healthy as possible. But, you know, hopefully they do. I think they are going to use the quarterback run a little bit more. But I, I don't know, man. I, I'm still in the I'll believe it when I see it mode when it comes to Will Howard running the ball more than maybe like once or twice a game. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I kind of buy it, Dave, because one, like I said earlier, when you bring in a guy like Will Howard, you have to be able to let him do his game, you know, play his game. That's like bringing in 
uh, a high-end sports car and saying, hey, we're not going to let you, you know, open it up on the highway, on the open highway there. Like, what's the purpose of having, you know, such a nice car, expensive car, if you're not going to allow it to do what it does best? And Will Howard is a true dual threat type of quarterback. The thing, the thing that you're going to have to, um, that I thought was very interesting, Dave, with Ryan Day, is he said it numerous times in that press conference. He says, as far as the offense, we have to be able to have a quarterback where their legs are accounted for. And he specifically mentioned when they're playing against a team like Michigan. Um, and, and it was kind of, you know, a backhanded, you know, knock at McCord saying we, we can no longer have statue quarterbacks back there. We need to be able to have someone who's going to be able to make the defense pay with their legs. They're going to have to be able to game plan um, against a quarterback who potentially can hurt them with his legs. And I got kind of fired up. I was like, okay, okay, is this the new evolution of Ryan Day and Ohio State offense? And as you mentioned, you know, the Justin Fields saga, he didn't want to run Fields as much, but Fields still, you know, pulled it down and ran. But the thing that scared you about Fields is the the quarterback room, which was way, <laughs> it, it was so thin compared to what it is right now. And then, you know, it's always a mystery if they told CJ not to run or that was just CJ deciding he didn't want to run, period. But with Ryan Day openly saying it, and I think the other element is when you have a deep quarterback room like you have right now, barring that everyone stays post-spring, you can go ahead and let this kid play his game and not have to worry about if he gets injured, will that just completely derail the season because of the quarterbacks that are in that room. I just think that if, if you have – and it's, it's a numbers game. Urban Meyer talked about this frequently when it comes to having to account for the quarterback's legs. If you're accounting for the quarterback, it has to – it means that you're not allowing the defense to outnumber you scheme-wise in that box because one guy is going to have to be accountable for that quarterback. They're going to have to spy that quarterback. And I always thought, Dave, that under Justin Fields, that was the cheat code for Ryan Day's offense because you had the vertical passing attack. You had all the mesh routes. You had all the, the passing concepts that was absolutely elevated. And with the wide receivers that Ohio State had, that put a considerable amount of pressure on defensive coordinators to say, hey, we can't cheat the box up to stop Justin Fields' legs because they have so many prolific wide receivers. Now, that opened up so many running lanes for Justin Fields that where at times he got them out of bad play calls, out of bad situations, moved the chains when it actually mattered. Um, and I just I just always thought that having a dual threat quarterback who can make you pay with his legs, that's the ultimate cheat code in a Ryan Day's offense. And I think Will Howard can bring a little bit, little bit of that back to the table. Jay Book, the people think that you're like spitting too many facts, that you're making too much sense. Can you just be a little more bombastic and like not make so much sense? What are you doing? I don't know, Dave. I'm hey, Friday, man. I always look uh forward to coming on here Fridays, man. Our show, man, is is it's a it's a banger every Friday coming in here with this group and talking ball. Like I feel like we, you know, we're only here for 15, 20 minutes or so, but I feel like we can go on for hours if we were allowed to. We're allowed to. I just don't. I know you. You got to get off to your real job. I mean, we're allowed mm -hmm. to. It's just I don't want to. I don't want to steal. I already pushed it 
longer than I promised you. Yeah, it used to be 15, 20 minutes. Now we're always over 20 minutes. That's all right. 30 minutes. Dan Rubin goes like he goes almost like Bucknuts morning uh, hour. Uh, <laughs> you know, that was and, and Mark, Mark Porter. Hey, yeah. what are you going to do? And on that, and that was like the original concept, you know, to all the to all the listeners, like, hey, when we first started to pass, uh, you know, the podcast at Bucknuts, it was like, okay, let's just, you know, grab your coffee, have a little quick, you know, update five minutes of Ohio State news that's going on, and now it's just kind of morphed into, all right, <laughs> let's just sit down and just talk ball and enjoy it. That's right. Yeah, it literally was. We were the first Buckeye podcast. In fact, we had a podcast even before. The actual podcast, we just didn't know what podcasts were. We called it Internet Radio. Yeah. Front row, we had Front Row Radio, which was really a podcast. You, um, like you you and I have been doing the, um, you know, the pod for so long, Dave, that I remember like we would do we would do a pre-record at nighttime and I would walk. I would literally be out here in Arizona with my headsets in walking the dogs around the neighborhood while you and I are doing our, our pre-record and stuff. And we always used to joke just like up. Oh, Hopefully, the news breaks from now until we release the actual podcast and stuff. Like, that's how far, you know, we've come. Yeah. Bucknuts Morning 5 launched in 2013. Um, so, right before the national championship season. I think Front Row Radio launched like in, geez, I want to say like 06, 07, something like that. We've been doing podcasts for a long time. Yeah. Great stuff from Jay Book. Appreciate you, my friend. We really appreciate all of you for listening to us, watching us, whether you're watching the live feed, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Really appreciate you guys making the Bucknuts Morning 5 part of your routine. Thanks again to Mr. Jonah Booker. He's awesome. You guys are awesome. Hope everyone has a great weekend. Are we rooting for the Niners in the Super Bowl because of Bosa and Chase Young? Is it that simple? I'm going with the Niners, Dave. I need I need to see some Buckeyes uh, get that ring and – Chiefs, they've won too much, man. And as a Raiders fan, I can't I can't bear to pull for the Chiefs. And oh yeah, last week we were before we get off here, last week we were talking about you know the, the Raiders potentially making a play for Justin Fields. They hired the Bears offensive coordinator, which I'm not thrilled about, but that connection with Justin Fields <laughs> is still there. So I'm holding out my hope, Dave, that the Raiders can uh go get Justin Fields, man. I, every, I've been posting all these mock drafts on Bucknuts that, you know, we just aggregate some of these mock drafts that I find interesting. And I, I almost can't find one that doesn't have the Bears trading field. So I think you might be in luck there. I'd like to see him go to the Raiders. That'd be, that'd be good for you guys. All right. Great stuff from Jay Book. Thanks again to all of you. Appreciate you guys. Have a great weekend. Have a good one. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 